Hey, 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 listeners, welcome to Live with Irene's Stories, your home for career and business development strategies. I am super excited to welcome you to this podcast and thank you so much for tuning in. If you are dropping by for the first time, don't touch this dial, don't touch it. And to my avid fans, thank you so much for continuing to follow me and for listening to the sister podcast, the Canadian Side Hustle and Business Podcast, where you get tactical tips to build sustainable businesses through the stories of fantastic Canadians in business. For both podcasts, my goal is to provide you with as much educational information as possible to help you make seamless pivots in your career and entrepreneurial journeys to grow and scale. Right, right? To my global crew, I hope that you got a chance to listen to the last eight episodes with amazing dynamic female professionals who are making waves in their careers and their entrepreneurial space from Texas, Michigan, North Carolina in the United States, India, Vienna, Austria, and the United Kingdom. And there's much more to come. Guest speakers on this podcast come from a multitude of industries, including tech, transportation manufacturing, financial, consumer products, and the cosmetics industries. There is a golden nugget just right here for you in each of the episodes on this podcast. In fact, I would like you to subscribe and listen to all 50 episodes to catch up on what you've been missing. No more FOMO for you. Listeners, the possibilities in life for new adventures is fully charged on this podcast. So get your spark today and share the love by sharing this podcast with your friends. Today, you will hear from founder Jasmine Mitchell. She is a Michigan-based pastry chef whose viral desserts led to over 65,000 home-based bakers who now make tasty and beautiful treats for special occasions with their family and friends with full confidence. Jasmine has been featured in Parade, BlackExcellence.com, Fox News Digital, South, The List, as well as the prominent local news TV segment, WXYZ. She's a boarding new author with her first ebook called All Things Cake, Your Guide to Creating Cakes That Will Be the Life of the Party, which showcases delicious dessert recipes. Now, today's question for you to think about as you listen to this episode, are you ready to start where you are with your idea to scale into a fully-fledged business? As a new startup, Jasmine shares with us how she went from store manager to home baker to founder of JKML's. This is Live with Irene's Stories, your home for career and business development strategies. And I'm your host, Irene Roussel. Let's get this started. Welcome, Jasmine. Hello, Irene. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm even more incredibly excited because I know that you are an awesome individual who's doing some great things on the local level in Michigan. And given that you just wrote your new book, 
you're going to take this global, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited, but nervous at the same time. Just hearing I have an ebook is insane. Insane. (laughs) I can't even believe in myself. So I'm still, oh my God, I just got excited all over again. (laughs) All right. Awesome. So let's just give our listeners a little bit of background about you. You know, how did Jasmine become the woman that you are today? How did you get here? Um, I've always been the arts. I started out dancing my whole entire life. I stopped right after college. Um, I sometimes help my church here and there. Um, Then I got my first job. I wasn't supposed to get a job. I didn't listen to my parents, but I wanted to work so bad um, in retail. And then I worked mm-hmm. myself up in the retail business. I started at Old Navy and then I became, then I went to Forever 21 and I became a store manager there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where my love of people, managing, being a teacher, also growing um, in the retail field of fashion, fast fashion, um, and was able to like keep updated. I loved it. It was so fast paced. Um, but then when I started working there, I ventured off into baking and my daughter was born and she was so quiet and Mm -hmm. so precious and I was bored. So one day I decided (laughs) to make cake. So Mm -hmm. when I made it, it was terrible. It was so ugly. At that moment, I said, I'm going to try and make a pretty cake. And I'm just going to try the best I can. Watch videos, do tutorials. And that's when my love for baking came. I posted a picture, had my daughter's first birthday, and it went from there. People started buying stuff for me and just engaging in my product. And I haven't looked back. And I end up leaving forever. Uh, 21 is a store manager after 12 years um because the two it was just too much mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I had to let one go and I decided to go with bacon and it was probably the best decision I've ever made wow so you accidentally found your true calling absolutely and I can tell you right now my mom we survived on five meals that she rotated yes. um, besides going out to eat you know my grandma I remember her doing some baking when I was a little girl but no I just decided to pick up a recipe one day and that's it so a lot of people always ask like did you come from your family or anything no it did not my mom always says I don't know where she got this from so it just fell in my lap That is absolutely awesome. I think, you know, within every one of us, we know how to build competencies. We know how to build skills. And as you mentioned, you tapped into some videos, nothing like YouTube to get you started, right? Right. (laughs) And that's going to be a scary monster. (laughs) So what's a common belief about what you're doing? as an author, as a baker, that you would like to dispel right away? It's all passion first. And yes. then uh, learn your clients, learn learn to build your wealth in your business. Um, because I, I think this goes for every single company or entrepreneur. When you first start, you're just trying to cater to people's needs and mm-hmm. you don't think about how much you're really worth. And I had to learn that. 
Um, making cakes is not a huge money maker, but you, it can be. But you have to learn that from the beginning, learning how much all your product is, learning what your worth is. You know, we want to be at $15 an hour, right? But then we only charge ourselves $8 an hour. So what does that look like? Um, so I would say learn your wealth and learn the profit of what your product of what you're selling or what your business is doing so you could accumulate that so you don't feel like you're chasing your tail you want to feel like you're profiting as well mm -hmm. what did it feel like when you got your first customer your 10th customer and your 20th customer <laughs> these people are crazy <laughs> <laughs> Still from this day when I make something, I'm in disbelief that this has actually happened to me, that I created a business out of this. The first time it was a family member, but I still was like, you're crazy um, that you want me, <laughs> but they saw the potential and what mm -hmm. I was doing. Um, and the 10th customer, of course, I was more comfortable then. Um, yes. After that felt like good, but I was still like, oh my goodness, like they're buying something for me. And now I appreciate every single customer even today because they're trusting me with mm -hmm. their party right when you go yes. to a party what's the first thing you go look for the food and the dessert yes so that's the first thing they're seeing when they walk in the door so I'm always and I'm gonna be honest with you no matter what, I always am anxious with every single order. Like, are they, do they like the flavor? Are they going to like how it looks? So that's still there a little bit, even though I have confidence. But it's because that's the first thing people look at as soon as they walk in the door. What fascinates you about food? Oh, everything. I love the presentation of food, um, the taste, the, the, the different, uh, food is art. You know, when you put different combinations together and um, it creates memories for people. You know, when you think back when you're little, you think of stuff your mom made. Even till today, if you smell it, you, you that you go back to that memory. Um, so I could say that's what I like most about food, the presentation, um, the memory of it and just flavors all together. I've always been a foodie. Even though I wasn't into food, I had to like grow into it. But once I started learning about it and reading about it, it captivated me even more. I love what you said. Food is art. And of course, the taste, no matter if it looks ugly, if it tastes good, you're going to still eat it, right? Yes. I'm that friend that forces you to try anything. I'm like, just try it. Just try it. Even though you say no, I'm like, just try it. Trust me. Tell us a little bit more about how you grow and scale your company to what it is today. As an entrepreneur, you always wish that you were somewhere right along the line, um, but you learn you have to perfect each and every single step of the way. Yes. Um, creating J. Carmel's, I had to perfect the actual recipe first. Mm-hmm. What's the taste? What does my customer like? What do customers purchase more? Do they like the cakes? Do they like the cookies? At the beginning, I made everything to try and please everybody. But then I had to sit back because I was running myself dry. I had to look back and see exactly what are people buying? Okay, so they're buying more of a custom cake 
Oh, they like the traditional cake. So that's what I'm going to put on the menu. Oh, they like the cookies. I'm going to put cookies as well. So therefore I'm going to perfect these three things, a custom cake, a traditional cake and the cookies. And I may do three or four different flavors in those. And that's it. If somebody asks for something more, I can't be upset and think, oh, money just left the door. No, let me perfect this first and then I can navigate to the next thing. Um, and once I perfected it and navigate to the next thing, then it was like, okay, let me start perfecting taking pictures because mm -hmm. that's the marketing part of it. People want to see your product. If people can't see it, how will they know what you're selling, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so taking the pictures and that's what got me in trouble uh once I posted the pictures that's when the business started coming I'm like hold on wait 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 I'm not ready I'm not ready yet but <laughs> that helped market the business and then I realized when people like seeing um the product now they can see me in action what's behind scenes people want to feel like they're a part of your business a part of your story how did it take to get there um something that I may see that's not important in filming people just look at it like, you know, reality TV. We love reality TV because you can see the ins and the outs and the background stuff. So that's how I navigated in the dessert, the product, and then start making the content so people can see what takes into going into baking. All right, that's absolutely awesome. So you've narrowed down the customer profile, you put the aesthetics together in terms of the photography, off it and um, you really zeroed in and got to know the customer once. So that's really cool. And you mentioned something, you know, once you started posting and you were posting that on Instagram because you've grown a very big followership, right? Um, community. You know, as you started posting on Instagram, where you have, you know, a very big community that you've grown, a very big following that, you know, the others start coming in. So how did you manage this? Um, I managed that by scheduling, 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 scheduling. I had to schedule the orders in the sense of when I check my email, okay, what's priority every single customer is priority but what can i do once again like i said i would still have orders come in that said i want this but i could not do that so you have to recognize your business and saying can i actually do this or not we try to do things that we can't and be honest with yourself so when i pick the customer i navigate that I say it started for one customer a week and then it grew to two customers. Then it grew to three, then it grew to four, then it grew to five, six, seven, right? But how many realistically can I do? And therefore I had to cut down in my scheduling. I could only do this bulk in a week because realistically that's what I can. It's not about the money right now. It's about what can I scale out to the customer. And side note, if you're too busy do not hassle yourself in making that cake or making that product if you can't don't stretch yourself because the customer realizes you're busy and they're like oh man she's booked i can't get in so i i know that i'm gonna have to book her like three months in advance and that's what happened i then had to change on my emails and let my customers know j carmel's 
only take orders four to six weeks in advance. And then that's when they realize, oh, this is a high demand. So right there, when I started doing that, not kidding. My first year, I remember making at least $15,000. And that, that was, it seems small, but that was a lot for me, considering I was still working my other job, where now with baking, I have made up to $70,000 just by myself. Um, and that's, and that's all comes from managing and making your customer know the importance of scheduling and being high demand. But that also goes into the marketing part of it. Um, and, and the best marketing is word of mouth. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you took your small business and you scaled it up, which is awesome, based on the needs in the market. Now, we're talking about marketing, and you do a lot of video marketing. In fact, you have a lot of fantastic videos. So what is the recipe for your great videos? Authenticity. People want to know it's real. I started out posting my actual cakes, my custom cakes. Yes. That started off a little slow. I, I mean, I still showed up though, because I'm mm -hmm. like, no matter what, just show up, just show up, just keep posting it. And then one day I made a peach cobbler pound cake and I posted it. It went crazy. It went viral. Right now it has 3 million views. Wow. And I was, and that's when my followers started coming up. And I sat back and I was talking to my mom and I'm like, you know what? I post all these custom cakes that I take hours on and they're cute and they're gorgeous. And I took my time on them. And this traditional pound cake took me 30 minutes and this went crazy. Like, come on. And my mom was like, well, I feel I can do that. Mm -hmm. I know I can't do a custom cake. Yes, I like looking at it but I'm going to respond more to the traditional cake because that's easier access. I know I can do that if mm -hmm. I try. Mm -hmm. And right there, it was a light bulb. I'm going to post both now. Um, and that's honestly where the followers came because I want to show the custom cakes that I've still spent hours on and do, but also my followers like the traditional one and they like, oh, it's easy to do. So let me start showing them the to do the tutorials and stuff like that. So that's when I had to change. And this is what I was talking about. Read your audience, know your audience. What are they responding to more? I used to hear that all the time and I did not understand until my mom said that one simple thing to me that day. Mm. And what do you like most about teaching others how to bake? That that is teachable mm -hmm. because I was in a place where I was afraid of the kitchen and I just decided, like I said, I was bored. So I was just like, let me just do it. The taste was phenomenal, but how to get to that point, I didn't know what I was doing. I, I just threw it together. So when I started watching the videos and the tutorials, I wasn't thinking to myself like, oh, this is going to be me one day. I was looking at it like I'm learning from this person. This is good stuff. But then when I noticed my audience was like, what's the recipe? How did you do this? How did you do that? I'm like, okay. 
So now I'm that person that has to create this. So that's what I like the most when people respond and, and like you were saying earlier, building that community and knowing what your community wants in that engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the most I like of knowing, okay, I, I could be able to teach people something. So they're teaching me to teach them, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So I love that, you know, you went, you taught yourself how to bake. So when it came to the video making, what was your process? Did you know how to make video or did you have to teach yourself how to make great videos? <laughs> I, I had to teach myself. And then I also um, went, You everybody has to love YouTube University because that's where you learn a lot of things from. And um, I would scroll social media. A, a lot of times when I'm on social media right now, yes, it's for entertainment sometimes, but a lot of times it's seeing content. How is this person filming? What angles are they are they looking at? So when I learned for myself, I would take videos, but I had to learn the sunlight coming in in my window. Okay, if I face my camera this way, I could see more light coming this way. If I focus, you know, focus down and aim out, that gives a more dramatic look. So it takes my camera feed has so many videos Mm -hmm. it's not even funny I always have to get storage because I'm constantly just taking different angles to see what's best and what's visually appealing because you know what looks right Mm -hmm. but it takes a lot um time yeah absolutely yeah video making is definitely not easy but once you learn it and you get it right it becomes second nature. So kudos to you. Thank you. Then you went and you wrote a book. Tell us why. (laughs) Because people were asking for recipes on Instagram. And on Instagram, you could just pin, you know, your your most liked posts or whatever posts you want. And I would pin the recipe and it's right there at the top. And they'll say, where's the recipe? And I'm like, it's right there. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so then I realized it was a demand in the sense of what can I create that people could just go right to it and it's not going to be difficult, a book. So that's when the ebook came to life. Um, and ah, it, I, I can't believe I just said an ebook. I couldn't believe it. As I was making it, um, I I'm like, Jasmine, is this even worth it? Are they going to even like it? Um, Just respond. But that was the main thing. The demand of people, honestly, on my page and seeing the recipe right there, but they felt like they couldn't get right to it. So the ebook, that was when it was created. So the book is called All Things Cake, Your Guide to Creating Cakes That Will Be the Life of the Party. Yes, (laughs) yes. So what's your favorite recipe in this book? Because there's so many recipes. Yes, I'm a brownie girl. So Mm a warm brownie with some walnuts and some ice cream all day. I can have that. So the brownie is my favorite. But when it comes to my followers, they love the pound cakes. Mm -hmm. And one, so those are in there. The peach cobble pound cake, the pecan pound cake, and Mm -hmm. the vanilla pound cake Mm. and what are the desserts are in there 
<laughs> so I have the brownie recipe. I have chocolate chip cookie recipe, um, cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm trying to think what else. Oh my goodness. It's, oh, and lemon cake. Oh, a good lemon cake is just something about the nice tanginess to it is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I love a peppermint tea with a lemon cake. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. You make me hungry. <laughs> Maybe it's time for dessert. <laughs> right, right. It's always time for dessert. It's always time. So for people who are looking at getting into the entrepreneurial space, getting into the food space without any background in that at all, apart from tasting and drinking, <laughs> what advice would you have for them? Just do it. Mm -hmm. Do it. Don't be afraid. It. I would say also, if you don't take the first step, how are you going to know? Mm -hmm. That's it. Just do it. Just do it. What's going to happen? If you don't do it, <laughs> nothing's going to happen. If you do do it, what's going to happen? You never know. So every, every day I, I just do it because perfect thing with baking or even podcasts or just anything being an entrepreneur, one decision I had to make was, do I get employees or do I get a PR? Mm -hmm. And at a PR, because I felt like for my business, that was good at the moment of getting my brand name out there, getting Jay Carmel's out there. Best decision I ever made in my life. I was afraid, but when I did it, I would never regret that decision ever again, because I wouldn't have met you if I didn't have a good PR. Um, <laughs> but also it, it just taught me about my business and the, the importance of marketing, the importance of getting your name out there and you can't do everything on your own. Of course, of course. And um, I'm happy to meet you as well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and we know that, you know, you have a daughter and you're managing this business, and it's growing, and it's scaling, and at some point, you're going to reach that 100k mark where you have to make a vital decision. So currently, how do you balance work and home life as a mom? So time management, that's, that's all. Um, during the week, I'm with my kids. I actually have two kids. I have a daughter and a son and my husband. And during the week when school, work, homework, cook, right? And then when they go to bed, it's all J. Carmel's. You would think it's mommy time, but it's all J. Carmel's because I want to make sure they have my undivided attention with anything that I have. And then on Fridays, it's my pickup days or Saturday morning because the rest of the day or the weekend I want to enjoy. When I was in retail, I did not enjoy holidays or weekends. I had to enjoy them at work. And I said, if I ever was ever to leave retail, I want to be able to be there on the weekends and for holiday. So no matter what you would think, oh yes, J. Carmel's has to be open. No, that's one thing too. I make sure Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, I'm not baking at all. You're going to have to pick up your order two days beforehand so I could be there for my family. 
Oh, I love this. You're present for the family, no matter what. And, you know, I love that you've you've had that previous experience working in retail where really there was no choice. You had to work on those days. And now you can choose your schedule, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it. And I think it's important, you know, um, for your kids and just seeing um, with my kids with order with baking, they're able to help me. So um, like I'm like, oh, mix this and that. So I just get them involved in it Um, when it comes to decorating. No, absolutely not. I'm like, let it's time for mommy to concentrate on this if I do have an order. But just so they're interested and just that we're doing something together. But. I made a strict plan because when I was running myself dry at the beginning, I did do those orders. I was available for the customers. And then I realized I wasn't having time for them. And I said, I would never let that happen. You know, that's the reason why J. Carmel's and my kids that I left retail. So when I started seeing that, I'm like, "Mm -mm, you got to change. You have to pivot. And this is what we've been talking about with entrepreneurship. You have to realize the demand of the area in your personal life and your business life. And what can you do to make sure that demand is being met? Mm, Setting boundaries. Oh, I am a boundaries queen. (laughs) (laughs) Boundaries everywhere. But I learned that in my previous life with retail. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So are there any great books that you enjoy? I just finished reading um, Sarah Jake's Women Evolve. It's about fear. And sometimes we could realize we don't even have fear. You know, it's the little quiet fears. We've been talking about it the whole time. Just do it. You know, Mm -hmm. and and I read it and it really made me realize that I I had a little fear. Like I'm a very confident person. my family we're very competitive always mm-hmm. have been and when I became an entrepreneur I realized I had a little fear and that book just taught me how to navigate that and just to recognize it and what to do in the cases like we were talking about the the fear and listen to music and motivate you those are little fears like oh yeah I'm not having a good day but why am I not having a good day it's because I'm fearful that this cake was not coming out properly so I had to put it down and take a break and give my words you know myself words of affirmation um and when once you recognize what your fear is you're able to to attack it easier and know that you overcome that Thanks for sharing that book. And of course, your music, you alluded to it already, you know, Mr. Franklin, right? Yes, yes, yes. So listening to that, just staying motivated and just being positive um, with those books, you know, those two combinations together just shows that like straight positivity in your life. Anytime, anybody that's listening, you're going to have negativity come your way every single day, but it's about how you navigate that and just being positive. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. It's, it's hard to say that, but no, don't think about it. If it's negative, it's not good. Just what can I do? Take that negative thing and say, hey, okay, this is not good right now, but what can I do to make it better? It's always a solution to the problem. So those books and those songs help me every single time. All right. All right. 
So we've talked about a lot of things, Jasmine, but we're coming to the time when we got to wind this down. I really love that you shared your love for baking. You shared, you know, just your creativity and your ability to dive in and learn. And then you take those learning and now you're teaching others. That is amazing. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. When I hear it, it's just, it's like, I can't believe this is happening. All right. So last words of wisdom for our audience. What would you like them to remember when they think Jasmine Michelle? <laughs> I would like them to think that you are the life of the party. I know it sounds cliche because it's the book, but no matter what, when you step in the room, you are the life of the party. Don't think you're less than, you're capable of doing anything. I was a retail manager turned into a home baker and turned it into a business. It's possible. Take your time, be patient, but just know that you're capable of doing all things. Right on, right on. Listeners, Jasmine Mitchell. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed my time today. Well, I really appreciate you coming on to spread those golden nuggets to our listeners. (laughs) All right. Listeners, was this episode with Jasmine insightful or what? I love how she really went deep to share with us how she did things to grow and scale her business from making her first $15,000 to $70,000. Her story is still unfolding, of course, just like yours. If you are on the fence with your business idea, I do hope that you found some inspiration right here today. Yes, you. I know you've got that idea. So let me know what you're doing. Let me know if this episode impacted you. And if you loved it, hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. In fact, just hit the subscribe button or follow button on your favorite podcast player so that you never miss an episode ever. No more FOMO for you. You can also tune into our blog nuggets at www.irinerussell.org. If you, yes, you would like to be a guest on this episode, be sure to click the connect button at www.irinerussell.org to send me your pitch. And if you are looking to sponsor an episode or an entire season of the podcast, I would love to hear from you. Let's have a great discussion on partnerships. Remember to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts to help elevate the brand as well as to pay it forward. Also, please share this episode with a friend who you think will need it today. This interview was conducted in the Live with Irene audio podcast studio. I'm your host, Irene Rizal, and this is Live with Irene Stories, your home for career and business development strategies. I hope you, yes, you, get revived in your current adventure or get super motivated to your new adventure. Yes. 
this new adventure that you are going to start in 2023. Bye-bye for now.